What would you do if you no longer felt sick and tired? What if you woke up every day feeling amazing in your body and in your life? How would your life be different? You and your body are capable of incredible things. You have the power to heal. You just need the right tools and support. If you're ready to heal your body and feel amazing, tune into the Heal Your Body Show with host Dr. Jamie Gillum. Welcome to the Heal Your Body Show on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum, and I'm here today with Sean Maroney. And we are talking today about the truth about obesity. And last week, I talked about obesity fact versus fiction. And I felt it was only uh, appropriate to bring Sean on to have this conversation because there are so many misconceptions about obesity. There's a lot of stigma. There's a lot of just a lack of compassion when it comes to obesity and the people struggling with obesity. It's a very complex issue and there's a lot involved. There's genetics, there's trauma, there's underlying medical conditions, there's lifestyle, there's socioeconomic uh, things to consider. There's a lot involved. And then once somebody is obese, it is a lot more difficult uh, to lose a significant amount of weight when you are obese uh, versus for somebody who is just struggling to lose 20 pounds because they were simply overeating, not moving enough. And Sean's story is pretty incredible. I've known Sean since about 2015, 2016. And mm. I came across Sean's story uh, because he went public with his own struggle with obesity and hired a trainer and started helping other people who are living in larger bodies. And so I want to welcome Sean. Sean is an author. He's written a book called Larger Than Life uh, that talks about his own personal story and struggle with obesity. He also is a father and a husband. And I'm super excited uh, just to have this conversation. And for anybody out there, if you're listening, if you're struggling with obesity, if you have a loved one struggling, or if you simply just don't understand how somebody could become obese, this is a great show for you to listen to so that you can get some understanding. And, and also, if you're needing support, you can get the right support. So welcome, Sean. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yeah, well, thank you, Jamie, for having me on, first and foremost. Um, so the 30,000 foot view, of course, I you know, struggled with obesity the, a lot of my life, just a lot of trauma in my life, um, which I go into full details in my book, the trauma, uh, the bad nutrition. And like you said, as the start, there's a lot of things that go into um, obesity than a simple fix of eat less and move more. And if that was the case, I'd be at my goal weight. Um, because I've been on every diet and try it. And actually I hate the word diet because they, they're, they're, the rich get richer. And I just, like I said, from there and through my teen years and abuse, um, and neglect, of course, it just came to the point that, you know, I dealt with things myself and, when I got clean, when I was 21, um, of course, you, you, you know, eating out was a custom. 
And the thing is, is everybody assumes, well, you know, whenever I, my highest was 687, they automatically think, man, you, you, you eat that much, but there's people that are 160 pounds that eat just as bad, but they got the metabolism of a hummingbird. And it's just a oxymoron to look at it one way or the other. And of course, it's, you know, trying to kill, create awareness and kill the assumptions is a big part of what happens. And I believe that's where I'm in my purpose. I'm in my calling to share that with other people and to bring other along that are living large. And my job is to get them to take charge. They got to take the first steps. And there's 30 million people in the United States that suffer in the same place that I have. That's a big people group, Jamie. But nonetheless, I struggled with that obesity, came to that point. However, I have stage four lymphedema. I've had, you know, 30 some infections, um, almost 30 hospitalizations, I think 30. Um, and since 2004. And every time increased weight, I could put uh, 2021, I put over 200 pounds um, on overnight. And they couldn't believe it. And they kept coming in and checking, you know, zero and out the scale and all that. But sure enough, and I lost 140 of that in two days, whenever they put me on the IV diuretics. And, you know, genetics plays that part. Um, hormonally plays a big part. My hormones are off. Um, not that it's an excuse, it's an explanation. I don't make excuses for, I got to work. I got to put the work in. Now, do I get criticized for that? Because people think and assume that you're not doing that. Yes. But guess what? Haters are motivators to me. And I love doing what I'm doing. And I'm trying to live my best life. And I'm stepping into that, and I love life. I mean, honestly, um, I'm content where I'm at. Um, you know, ha as far as right now, I don't want to be here. I have high goals, and I'm ready to take the next time. In 2021, my whole script flipped. So now I'm having to learn a whole bunch. I have to learn to stand. I have to learn how to walk. I was in rehab for 16 weeks, and who would have ever thought? But that's it in a nutshell. Well, and I think that, you know, to people listening, a lot of people simply will roll their eyes and will say that it's an overeating and yes. sedentary problem. And my viewpoint on this has changed over the years uh, because in the fitness industry, we're just simply not taught about medical conditions and different factors that play a role. It's always put them on an exercise plan, put them on a nutrition plan. If they're following it, they're going to lose weight. They're going to be in a calorie deficit. And the problem is it's just like if somebody has a heart condition, you wouldn't tell somebody to just go exercise and just eat healthy. Right. 
you you would not do that because it is a medical condition. And we have hundreds of metabolic processes that happen in the body. And we have so many things that are affecting metabolism, also inflammation. And with lymphedema, This is a condition that is so misunderstood. And when somebody is your size, you absolutely can gain a significant amount of weight in fluid. And then you'll lose that that weight when the fluid is resolved, right? Um, so you mm-hmm. go through these flare type episodes. And something that I think people have to, to understand is even if it is an overeating issue, right? People do not typically eat, you know, three large pizzas and, and you know, five liters of soda uh, at a time. Most of us would throw up. I would. Um, I and would it's too. it's just not normal. And so even for somebody who is overeating and eating large amounts of food uh, and a lot of calories day to day, something is going on and it absolutely can be related to trauma. I think that a lot of people uh, turn to food. And I know in your case, you overcame your drug and alcohol addiction and, and then food kind of became your vice. And you talk about that in your book and Mm. you absolutely have taken responsibility for some of your behaviors. The problem is you hired a trainer and you were doing the work and you were killing yourself uh, trying to lose weight. And, and it's just been a constant battle because you were at 687 at your highest. What are you currently at now, Sean? I am, I'm 510 right now, um, which is great. Um, But when I went to the hospital a month ago, I went up uh, 70 pounds and then I have to battle that, and they have to give me diuretics. I'm on diuretics right now. Um, I got an incredible team of doctors, uh, Jamie. They're just awesome. But I I was just getting ready to hit under that, that 500 mark. And so it's like I had to go all the way back, you know, to the drawing board. But I'm at, I'm at about 510 right now. See, and that's that's – amazing and i think a big part of your struggle is the lymphedema and trying to get yes. that under control and lymphedema lipedema uh these are two conditions that really cause people to struggle with their weight especially with lymphedema the fluctuations in weight and then with lipedema uh the fat cells or the 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 fat storage the deposits uh, that people have when they're struggling with lymph- with lipedema they do not respond to calorie deficit. They can lose weight everywhere no. else, but those those deposits of fat will remain. And yes. it's not a known cause for lipedema. Uh, we believe that uh, hormones play a huge role and the lymphatic system. Lymphedema we know is a lymphatic problem, but it's still very misunderstood. And the treatment available, I think, is is lacking. And I think that when it comes to obesity, there's just a lack of desire to want to understand obesity by many providers. And and there are many providers like myself who want to understand it and want to be able to help people. But then there's a large 
uh, number of people in society and in healthcare, in the fitness industry, in dietetics, who simply refuse to try to understand and look at the data we have available when it comes to treating obesity, because it's complex. We have to look at labs. We have to look at genetics. We have to look at trauma. We have to look at behavior patterns, lifestyle, and we have to look at the underlying medical problems that can create obesity and that can also be created by obesity. And it doesn't really matter which comes first, right? Uh, when, when you are obese, it is going to be so hard. And what I find is when obese people lose weight, uh, often they have a hard time keeping it off and they will gain it back, lose it, gain it back, lose it. And that's a struggle. And there is a lot of depression, anxiety, lack of motivation when somebody is struggling with obesity. And I don't know how anybody cannot understand why because if you're waking up every day and you're trying and you're mm -hmm. in a chair, you're having trouble with your mobility and nothing seems to be working. And it's also just a very slow process that will make you depressed and anxious. And it will cause this cycle with your mental health as well and make it very hard for you to be motivated. So there's just a lot to unpack. And I think we need more research. I think we need more assistance when it comes to people being able to get the proper medical care because it can be expensive based on the treatment that you are getting and or wanting. And we need just more compassion overall, because for me, I don't care why somebody is obese. Uh, I don't care if it's because they're overeating and not moving enough or if it's a medical issue, whatever the issue is. I care about helping people who want help and whatever that person needs, they should have access to the care, especially when they are begging for it. And I know people who have begged for help and they get turned down left and right. They're just told, oh, go eat less and move more, go on a diet. And it's so much more complex than that. And then that leaves people feeling hopeless and they don't know what else to do. So Sean, we're about to go to our first commercial break. When I come back, uh, I want to talk about some of the issues with getting proper medical care. I know you were uh, denied for certain treatments and you've had to really fight to get proper care. Mm -hmm. And I know you're an advocate for getting people proper care, also equipment that they need, beds, chairs, walkers. So when we come back, we're going to dive deeper into that and uh, also talk about current treatment that you are on and the new hope that you have uh, in your own journey. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. My name is Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show, and I'm with special guest Sean Maroney. We'll be right back. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate Perfect. symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? 
Dr. Jamie Gillum, empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum with Sean Maroney. And today we're talking about the truth about obesity. And Sean, before we get into your struggle with trying to find adequate care and people who would actually listen to you, uh, let's talk about your workouts because I know that you had hired a trainer and you were working out and you were doing a lot of high intensity workouts. Mm -hmm. And this was when you were first wanting to lose weight. And, and, and a lot of trainers put people through those kinds of workouts and, you know, it's trending. Uh, It has been trending for a while. And can you share a little bit about your experience with that? Cause I know with lymphedema, it was causing a lot of problems you just weren't aware of. Yes. um, I I'll tell you this. I didn't know. And my trainer didn't know. He just, he never worked with anybody my size. And I'm just thankful that he did take me on when he did. But high intense interval training is not for somebody that is morbidly obese. Uh, Two factors. I have lymphedema, which is already causing inflammation. And your lymphatic system is your built-in fire department. So when you do a high intense interval training, you know this, Jamie, is you're going to have even more inflammation. And then I had a double whammy, you know, not only am I fat now, I'm flooded. And then my lymphatic system is trying to work overtime and doesn't do that. And then it goes to where my lymphatic system is shut down. And it was just, I was in pain constantly. My shoulders hurt. I mean, I'm talking... Normally, whenever you do work out the next day or next two days, you're you're sore. Well, I would be sore from the time my workout was over to the next one, to the time I got done to the next one, that there was no soothing. My hands were like cramping up. Um, My knees hurt so bad. My my feet um, felt like um, a pseudo gout. Um, I don't have gout, but it felt like a pseudo gout. It was like my whole toes and my arms, my fingers. I mean, my fingers were were cramping up. I couldn't barely bend them 
without them, you know, cracking. So word to the wise, that's not what somebody my size or anybody at this size should be doing. It could cause more damage than good. And I learned, I lost 100 pounds in seven months, okay? But I also, like I said, put it right back on every time. And I'm glad I did for whatever reason, but it kept coming back on. Every infection, and even two days later. And, you know, the thing is, is people say, if we gain weight, people are on us like stink. They're like, what, what are you doing wrong? If I if I gain 30 pounds, people are like, man, come on, you're, you're eating poorly again. You're, you're just not doing, what are you doing? But if I lost 30 pounds, oh, that's just water weight. That's sort of, you know, messed up if you ask me. So the inflammation and all that stuff is not because of that, those exercises and things that you said trainers don't know how to work with us. You know, doctors, they don't, they go to school and they don't spend any time on obesity except for diabetic related obesity. And then they just say, well, you got to do this. You got to eat less, move more. And I've, I've spoken to a lot of doctors, even my doctors now. And my doctor, Dr. Gibfried, said, I've learned so much from you, Sean, because he changed my life. He helped me even in my mental aspect, and it, it, it's changed my life. And I found out, you know, I have, I have you know, m- mental issues. You know, I, I have mental illness. It's, it's my superpower, you know, but at the same time, I didn't see it as that. It's like, I, my thing is everybody with them exercise and everything. If, if 10 things would go good, you know, it'd be great. As soon as one bad thing happened, forget the 10 good things. I'd focus on the one thing. And I was just so impacted by that of the bad things that were happening why he was doing this. And it was just like a vicious circle. But it was part of the journey, Jamie. So it's actually very common for people to have that type of mindset. And it's a big reason why people struggle and do not have success. And it is part of our built-in safety mechanism where our brain is trying to keep us safe. So even if your normal circumstance is not the best for you or your body, because it's normal for you, the minute that you become uncomfortable, the minute you start trying to make change, there are voices that will tell you in your head that this is not safe and you can't do this and you're a failure and you just need to quit. And it's all part of you trying to stay safe and stay comfortable because the minute you try to make change, it is uncomfortable and it's abnormal for you. So for somebody like you, if you get down to 300 pounds, there will be a lot of anxiety and a lot of mm. uncomfortable feelings surrounding that because Absolutely. it's so abnormal for you. 
So mindset work and trauma healing, I believe always has to be part of anybody's health journey and weight loss journey. And I see it all the time where people have imposter syndrome and, you know, it's just this constant, you're not good Absolutely. enough, you can't do this. And so that that's completely normal. And there are a lot of mental health issues uh, in society today. And most of us struggle with some kind of anxiety or depression from time to time. And, you know, that's normal. And then there are more serious forms of depression, anxiety, and also serious forms of mental illness. And a lot of times we don't recognize it uh, because it's just normal. So if somebody has grown up and, you know, they've, they're dealing with bipolar, for example, they don't recognize that it's a problem because it's just how their brain has always worked and they don't know any different. Um, but, you know, in your case, I think going back to the exercise, high intensity workouts for anybody struggling, uh, especially if you are carrying a lot of weight, uh, it's just a lot of impact on your joints. And then when you're dealing with hormonal problems, any kind of endocrine problem, which is all hormonal, you're dealing with an inflammatory problem, you've got lymphedema, lipedema, or you're struggling with hypothyroidism, which is part of the endocrine uh, system as well, the thyroid, trying to do high intensity workouts, the problem is exercise is a stimulus. And that is how your body is able to respond to exercise is it's a mm -hmm. stimulus and it creates inflammation. So for a normal, healthy person, they can do high intensity workouts uh, for people like us, because I'm hypothyroidism, I have Hashimoto's and lupus. I'm also in menopause. I can no longer do high intensity workouts. I used to love them. Now they will drive up my inflammation. They will cause me to get very fatigued and my body to hurt and they will keep weight on me. They will keep inflammatory weight on my body. So I do strength training and low intensity cardio. And for all of my obese patients, when they first start working out, I recommend that they just start with bed workouts or with chair workouts. Mm -hmm. Uh, or they start with just simply walking, uh, pick stuff up, put it down, uh, but very simple movements and things that they can do, move the extremities while sitting in a chair and then progress from there. Um, but if you, and also on top of that, if you push people too fast, too hard, too soon, they cannot stick with it. They cannot sustain it. It is dreadful. And you wake up and think, oh, crap, today is my workout and I might yeah. puke in a bucket today. Dreadful. And it's just not sustainable. Uh, so mm. we're going to go to our next commercial break here in just a minute. Oh, not yet. Uh, never mind. I thought that was a little early. Uh, so, Sean, <laughs> I'm going to pass it back to you, Sean, because we have a couple minutes before our next commercial break. And uh, tell us a little bit more about your struggle with finding care um, when you were first seeking care to now. I know you've had a lot of struggle with just getting people to listen and then also with adequate um necessities for, you know, getting a proper bed and scale and things like that. Sure. My my whole thing is you said something that I want to sort of get up on time and you just tell me whenever to shut up um, when we go to break. Um, but if you don't, if I didn't accept myself at 687, I won't accept myself at 187. Well, that's what I have to do. And you know what I feel? 
everybody needs to be morbidly obese for 24 hours. Wear a fat suit. Do that and then come back. If you've never been obese, you're criticizing. It's always those people that have never been overweight. I ask people that comment on my posts. And I ask them, have you ever been overweight? No, I haven't. But, uh, you know, I have this, you know, great plan. I said, well, I don't seek advice from people on my my post. I have doctors. I have a good you know, team of doctors that help me. I listen to people that I, you know, have that have worked with me. And so with all that, it goes into a deeper source, which you send an endocrine disease. Obesity is now is um, an endocrine disease. And it's a it's about time. The AMA put that up there. But the thing is, is the battle rages as far as it will we'll get. Uh, I, this is this is big league stuff that has to change. It's no accommodations. I don't want to be catered to. I want to be accommodated. And just all that is, is something that we keep striving for that there is no bearing whatsoever to give us the success. And why do people want to stay in bed? I know hundreds of people that I've talked to that are in, in, in bedridden 10, 15 years. They have to sleep on their side because their bed is not built. It's not even a double bed. So they have to sleep on their sides. They get an aid that comes in twice a week. They can't get up, so they have to go to the bathroom in their bed and wait for their aid to come clean it. And everybody doesn't see this, and we need to make people wear and turn the light on because obesity is the last acceptable prejudice. It's it. You, yeah, let's be, you did this to yourself. You know, bam, you did this to yourself. And you know what, Jamie? It's despicable. It is so bad that we don't go anywhere or give people a solution to get out of there. Well, just get to the, to the gym, fat boy. Just quit eating all that food. What, what the heck? You, eat, you, you need to stop eating. I had one comment the other day. Um, my, my children are cloning me. I need to get this going. You need to start eating. They don't. And I, I, I love that because he th- that guy did not know me from Adam. And it's like people assume and it makes him look stupid. Because he's saying, well, I lost. I said, how much weight did you lose? He said, well, I've lost 60 pounds. I said, well, come talk to me whenever you lose uh, uh, 500 pounds or 400 pounds or 300 pounds, then we'll talk. And it just has to. Things need to change in every aspect so that we can get down to brass tacks to find out what's going on on a deep core issue. And... And that's my mission. That's what, you know, living large is all about. Um, 
we're living large and taking charge. That's right. So it's about that I am living this large life. This is where I'm at. However I got here, anybody can criticize. But guess what? I don't want to stay here. So as there, everybody wants to assume I'm going on, it's pushing me further than I was the day before. That's right, Sean. That's great. It's such a, it's such a great message. And I think also you saying that if you can't accept yourself at 687, you can't accept yourself at 187. That's a, a wonderful message. And I, the bottom line is you're Sean, regardless of your size and That's you're right. a human being and you deserve compassion and you deserve proper health care and you deserve the accommodations necessary. And there are people that cause all kinds of disease in their bodies. And we don't ever look at somebody with other types of conditions and say, well, you cause that too bad. No, they get adequate care. And it's the same. It should be the same with obesity. So we're going to go to our next commercial break because we're finally at that break. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to carry on this conversation. I think it's such an important conversation to have. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body show on the Inspired Choices Network with Sean Maroney. And we will be right back. Healing your body goes beyond simply awesome. taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum with Sean Maroney, and we're talking about the truth about obesity. And Sean, I just think you have an amazing story. And I know you've been battling this for a very long time and you've had a lot of setbacks because of your lymphedema and infections. And I know you also uh, have tried to get bariatric surgery and they wanted you to lose a certain amount of weight first. And so you've had some trouble with just trying to get approved 
for care and then approved through insurance uh, for certain treatments. So can you share a little bit more about that experience? Sure. Um, mind you, bariatric surgery, I had a bariatric doctor that I go to the hospital, one hospital. They know me. They take care of me very well. Um, they advocate for me because I don't take any gump from anybody. I don't care how many initials they have at the end of their name. They're not going to treat me different. You know, you said something. I'm fat. You know, I'm not fat. I have fat. You know, I have a fingernail. It doesn't make me a fingernail. And everybody, my obesity does not define me. And so what I'm looking at is this, is that people that come in there as far as obesity, and he was going to go and take me from my room. I, I was still immobile, but I couldn't get into the car with, you know, to go to there. I had to get medical transportation. Now, do you know what medical transportation cost? It is $1,400 one way. So $28 to go 10 miles away. Only to find out that their doors aren't wide enough for my wheelchair at the bariatric center. And I had to get below 600 pounds. I did. And then the table only goes up to a max of 450. Now, what? it's just like, okay, I wanted, I knew I needed a reset. You know, um, I, my, my A1C is 5.1. My cholesterol is A1. My, my blood pressure is 125, 130 over 65 or 70 without anything. So as far as that's concerned, I got the good constitution, which tells you it's heretic. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 I have this thing of, of going in there now. That table, they couldn't, you know, that was the, and he was a great doctor, man. He had compassion. Great. I knew I needed a reset. I, it wasn't a magic pill. I didn't want to fix all because I, I tried everything. And my mind is already set on how I live and how I eat. I got that down. And um, not what the TV shows portray about them bringing in five pizzas, four cheeseburgers and all that stuff, which is the producers, because they reached out to me. I said, well, I'd like that doctor to follow me around for 30 days before he tells me um, the scale uh, never lives people do. And so if I can get degraded that much, I would I I wouldn't do it. And they didn't go for that either. They said, that's a good idea. But no, they don't want to because it doesn't. Why, why would they put obese people going into the shower completely naked to come out and eat uh, a, and gorge themselves? And I know a bunch of people that were on these shows and they didn't eat that way. They were made to eat that way. So what I found out, OK, here's what you have to do. You have to jump through these hoops and. I just kept on, it kept on red tape, red tape, red tape, red tape, and, you know, the scale. So, mind you, do you know what it costs for a bariatric scale? 
by any chance. Thousands of dollars. Yeah, between two and four thousand. My wife found a scale that would accommodate me. Okay, and she got it for two hundred and fifty bucks. It was a livestock scale. So an animal, and I love animals, can have better options than me as an individual with red blood running through my veins and a human being. Nothing for them. Well, they wanted me to get an MRI and a CAT scan. I guess what? No accommodations. You know where I have to go to do that? I have to go to the zoo. Ellie the elephant can have an MRI. Herbie the the hippo can have a CAT scan. But us, and don't tell me you can't make them. It's the manufacturers that don't, and they're starting to catch up. You know, the bariatric beds and all these things. But it was just... Like, like, I had to go through so many different things that are rounded. But and my wife doesn't do this. She got so mad. She made a video and put it on my page, and it did really well. And she just said, "I mean, how she did it." And I didn't know she did it until she came back in and told me because she was just mess. I'll be back. And she went outside to make a video because she knows what I go through. She knows what I eat. Instead of a doctor telling her that, he, you know, I'm sneaking food and she needs to quit feeding me. My wife don't feed me. My, I mean, come on. I mean, there was, you want, to, you want me to go ballistic? Tell me, tell me that my wife's, it's my wife's fault. However you do that, the accommodations, the medical got to catch up. Even like the walking, you know, the, the things to walk, you know, the things to get us where we need to go, the transportation you know what I'm saying? A normal person could get in and they go, boom. My insurance wouldn't cover medical transportation. So it's like, okay, we want help. I'm all excited. I'm going. Have, you know, Dr. Bornstein, he's he's going to help me. Man, it felt like that the light at the end of the tunnel. And then all of a sudden, closed door, closed door, closed door, closed door, closed door. You know, I'm insulin resistant. My my A1C is 5.1. And and listen to this, Jamie. You might, I don't know if you've ever heard of this because you work, you know, with a lot of people and check their blood, check their, you know, everything about them. I, they put me, when I was in the hospital for a period of time, um, my doctor wanted to give me insulin for a reason. Um, my my white my 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 um, blood sugar is about one hundred three. 
give or take. They they gave me a fast. They wanted my fasting blood, and they wanted my regular when I was eating. My fasting blood sugar was higher than my eating blood sugar. It was 119, 120 every time I would eat. Or wait, excuse me. I got that maybe backwards. When I was fasting, yeah, it, whenever I was fasting, it would soar up like it, it should have been when I was eating. When I was eating, it would go down. It would go down to 100 to 103. And it's like, okay, there's something going on. And then that's whenever I had Dr. Mazal jump in. And right now she checks my blood. She's my renal doctor. Um, and she really has empathy. And I met her in the hospital. She makes sure she comes and sees me every time. But my potassium was low. I thought they told me not to take the potassium with my sodium and cut that out. Well, two for two months, I wasn't taking my potassium. And I didn't realize how my potassium affected. You know, you don't realize how important potassium is until you need it. Mm -hmm. And I was suffocating. And I went to the hospital and my um, whatever, my blood oxygen was 30%. And it was, I was, I was in psychosis and I almost, I was, I was ready to die. The doctors told my wife to, to get prepared. And it didn't look good. And if, when he comes out, he might have some brain damage. Well, thank God I don't. And I got through that for a reason. You know, my pain has become my purpose. And so as far as doctors catching up and saying, okay, well, how about treating us like with dignity and respect? Says, I don't understand it, but let, let, me, let me see what I can do instead of throw me on a um, restricted um, uh, fluid, which is the worst thing to do for somebody that's, that's, that's lymphatic, that, that's lymph that has lymphedema. And then to put me on a um, cardiac diet, which I don't have because they automatically think because of my fluid, I have CHF, congestive heart failure. I don't. And they keep going. I said, it's all down there, doctor. And I have people that advocate for me and I get them to take me off the, the, the cardiac, whatever diet restrictions and the fluid restriction. And like, I, I can't drink 32, you know, doing 32 ounces of fluid a day is not conducive for me. Yeah, you know, I have so, to, John, I, we're going to go to our more. next commercial break. Um, gotcha. I'm going to wrap that up because basically what you're saying is you want help and a lot of people want help. But then yes. the cost of trying to transport you and the cost of of care and then not having the adequate um, accommodations Testing. to be able to hold your body for you to get scans 
that's an issue. And also you were going to go on a TV show. You were invited to go on a TV show, but they were basically wanting to exploit you um, yes. for views. And I know this to be true with a lot of shows, whenever they are uh, showing obese people trying to lose weight. And so it's a matter of many people who are obese and we call it morbid obesity when people are you know, at your size, uh, many people want help, but trying to get affordable care and then trying to get adequate care is a struggle. And then that starts a battle when it comes to, you know, your mental health, because it's frustrating because you're treated like you're the problem and mm -hmm. you're, you're treated like you're lazy and yes. dumb and, you know, that you just caused all of this. And so there's just this undertone when it comes to the way that you're spoken to and the way you're treated yes. by providers. Um, and so that's really what we're talking about here is people just want basic human decency and kindness. Yes. And they just want access to proper care that all of us should have access to. So we're going to go to our next commercial break and then we'll come into our final segment. We'll wrap it up. Uh, so we'll be right back. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum on the Heal Your Body Show with Sean Maroney and we'll be right back. Well said. Healing your body goes beyond simply taking medication to alleviate symptoms. While medications have their place in healthcare and can be essential in managing certain conditions, healing involves total body care. While not all health conditions can be healed, symptoms can be managed with the right approach. Integrative medicine considers not only the physical body, but also your mind and soul. Instead of just surviving, why not feel amazing and actually thrive? Dr. Jamie Gillum empowers you with tools to do just that. Tune into the Heal Your Body Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Heal Your Body Show with Dr. Jamie Gillum. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to jamie at jgwellnessclinic.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Heal Your Body Show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum with Sean Maroney. We're talking about the truth about obesity and we're going to wrap it up here. And the bottom line is when people are struggling with any kind of health condition, they require some compassion and people are so quick to judge other people when they are struggling. And that's true for many health conditions, but especially when it comes to obesity, there has been a long battle when it comes to trying to just get uh, some basic healthcare for obese people and a better understanding that it's not as simple as eat less, move more. And when I talk about that, even if somebody is struggling with overeating, you can't just say, put the fork down because people are required to eat, to live. And some people, once they eat, they cannot stop eating. Uh, and there are many reasons why somebody would struggle with overeating, with binge eating. And we have treatments available for that. We have treatments available for lymphedema, although the treatments are not that great. I will say uh, also for lipedema, I think there are so many conditions that are still so misunderstood 
could, we're still learning about the human body. There's a lot that we still just simply don't know. And we need people in the fitness industry. We need dietitians. We need medical providers, anybody in the health and wellness space and in society as a whole to understand that when people are struggling with obesity, they need complete care and it's complex and they need a full evaluation and they need proper treatment. And Sean was at 687. Uh, he lost weight. He gained it back. He's been in and out of the hospital. He got down to 510. Now Sean is on Manjaro and uh, that is terzepatide is the generic name of Manjaro. And uh, he is very hopeful that this is going to be a support for him. This is a great medication for people struggling with obesity, for people struggling with type 2 diabetes, uh, and also for people struggling with metabolic issues. We have seen great success in people struggling with lipedema, also lymphedema, people struggling with chronic inflammation. These medications can help drive down inflammation, and they do also help with food addiction and binge eating if that is somebody's uh, problem but it is much more complex uh, than just a diet drug. It helps with many mm -hmm. metabolic uh, processes in the body. So I'm super hopeful uh, that this is going to be a huge help to you, Sean. And we have about two and a half minutes before the close of the show. Sean, I know you have your book, Larger Than Life. It's on Amazon. And uh, where can people find you if they'd like to reach out to you? Everything, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn is all at I am Sean Maroney. Um, just just follow me there. Um, we're getting ready to do um, liveinlarge.live, but it's not up yet. And then I'm getting ready to start um, a, a podcast called Living Large. And, uh, you know, just be there. I shared on my my social media, I share quite a bit. And so they can follow me there. And then you just go to um, the Amazon and look up Becoming Larger in Life, Addressing the Elephant in the Room. And um, well, you'll see it because I'm holding an elephant up. Um, so there's a, there's a reason for that. Um, so, yeah, call at I am Sean Maroney. Very simple. I so am Sean Maroney. That's great, Sean. And I appreciate your transparency. And for anybody listening, Sean is just very candid, very transparent, and he shares his personal journey with obesity. And he advocates for people and helps them get beds and helps them to get walkers and things that they need. Uh, many people are on fixed incomes. They're, they're in their homes. They can't move. They can't get out of their homes. And this is a huge problem that he is passionate about and he is advocating for people needing uh, better solutions and better all around care. So if you'd like to follow him, follow him. And I will be back next week on the Heal Your Body show. So tune in next Monday for the Heal Your Body show. I'm Dr. Jamie Gillum and this is Sean Maroney. Thank you for listening to the Heal Your Body show. Dr. Jamie Gillum returns Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, give your body the time and attention it deserves to unlock the power you have to heal your body.